On today's episode, I am going to take a look at three more stocks that I purchased this week because I believe these are great businesses for a long-term portfolio. For each stock, we're going to do the following. Do a quick overview about them, look at their financial numbers, and then I'm just going to end with my overall thoughts. Like always, my name is Jose Naharo. By day, I'm a senior electrical engineer, but by night, I'm a self-taught investor looking for investments for my long-term portfolio. Like always, if you're new to the channel, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the thumbs up. It helps the channel out so much, and I truly, truly appreciate it. Remember, none of this should be taken as advice. And go down to the comments before we start and let me know what are some of the stocks you purchased this week. It's always great to share with the community sometimes we overlook at some of the stocks that are great right now while you're down there you should also see a link to my discord channel which is free to anybody that wants to join we have over a thousand members there um, and i post every time i buy and sell in there and like i mentioned it's free for anyone finally you should also see a link to weibo if you sign up using that link we both could get a free stock sometimes they do specials i think right now it might be two or three free stocks going on at this moment all right, so the first stock we're going to take a look at is Unity. This is ticker U. This has a market cap right now of about $30 billion. I picked up on Thursday, like I mentioned. I post every time I buy on my on my Discord channel. And at that day, it was about $100. Right now, it's sitting at $114.77. This was another addition to shares I already have. It wasn't an entry position. It was more of additions right now um year-to-date returns is sitting at 68 percent and it's about 3.5 percent down from the all-time highs and unity unity is a company that i when it first ipo'd was gonna go it was gonna be a tier one stock for me and what that means is i was gonna go with a very very heavy position unfortunately when it ipo'd i believed it was a little too overvalued and so what i ended up doing is i still wanted skin in the game so i entered a few days later with a a few positions and i don't mind adding on from there but at that moment i did not feel like the risk and rewards were were there for me for me to open up a full position so instead how i'm playing unity is i dollar cost averaging every so often every time i see a great price for the company so for those that don't know unity unity is a it's a platform that is used for creators to pretty much create games um it's also in the automotive transportation and manufacturing industry uh it's an uh, it's another form of 3d modeling and animation type platform you can be used for film animation and cinematics and also for architecture engineering and construction right now the biggest platform is being used for is games one of the most popular games that was built for it right now is among us and we can see i I don't know if you guys have a fall guys not not among us fall guys fall guys is probably one of the most popular games about it right now we're going to take a quick look later on on how you what type of product unity does so it, it does a bit of two things the first thing unity does is it makes money when creators use this platform to to make the games but then unity is also helpful after the game is created you can use unity to for example use their clouding services um, to use their advertisement services and just use post game creation services so unity is both in the before making in the game and after making the game the most recent quarter was pretty strong we saw year-to-year growth on revenue 53 percent non-gotten gross margins are 79 percent but this is a software company and most software companies usually have a very very high gross margins we can see non-operating 
non-GAAP operating loss of $8 million. So this is still a, a company that is losing a lot of, that is burning money, right? So if it is burning money, we're going to have to take a look later on to make sure they have a very strong balance sheet. And this was the quarter that ended September 30th of 2020. So now let's take a look at the growth Unity is expected to see. First thing I'm seeing is Unity for them is not expected to be profitable or even have cash flow from operations positive for the next three years until 2023 is expected to be finally positive cash flow from operations looking at gap numbers and it's not expected to be profitable until the end of 2023 but we can see revenue growth is growing dramatically and for the next three four three to five years is expected to grow its revenue 24.3 percent on average this is a hyper growth stock and one i don't mind having in my portfolio like i said i don't mind dollar cost averaging here and there and increasing my overexposure in this one all right so next let's take a quick look at their balance sheet so if we can see here in cash they're sitting at about 1.8 billion dollars of cash compared to the same time last year where they had about 100 million dollars in cash here the biggest difference is they just went public so all that money they get from selling shares from selling equity come is shown here in this cash and if we take a look at their total liabilities i'm not even taking a look at total debt their total liabilities are 500 million dollars so this company has enough cash to pretty much pay off its total liabilities 3.5 times over this is a very strong balance sheet so that's great because we saw it is not profitable right now it's not expected to be profitable or even have cash flow positive operations anytime soon so they need to have a very very strong balance sheet their total assets to total liabilities is almost five it's about five times greater than its total liability so this is again a very very strong balance sheet now if we're taking a look at this company it just went ipo'd on september 21st so there's not much in the charts one thing we can see is definitely in an uptrend for me as a technical as a long-term investor technicals are not one of the major things i look at i actually use this as the last as my last checklist i i do everything else i did before 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 looking at technicals and if it's an entry position technicals is one that really does not matter but what i want to make sure is to see if it's not overextended with the charts and when i mean overextended i mean it's if it's not too far away from its moving averages so here i can see that when it does overextend we can see it it eventually pulls back some and goes on to back into that moving average so these are the portions I, I bought in. I ended up buying on Thursday morning when it was around $100. And we can see we have a lot of volume for the stock within this price range of about 100 to about $90, high 80s. This is where we're seeing some very strong volume right here. So this is where I would feel I see a nice amount of support based on the volume, based on that stock price. So what did I like about Unity? First, the market it's in. I'm very, I'm very bullish in the overall game market. And Unity is the one that makes most of these games, especially most of these mobile games. I like that revenue growth. We saw strong revenue growth this quarter, 55%, I believe, and it's expected to continue to grow at high levels for the upcoming years and we also saw a very very strong balance sheet there are some things and i also like how the stock when i purchased was not overextended it does seem like right now it is a bit overextended but i'll talk about how to how i would play it even at this even if the stock price is overextended in a bit 
what are some things i don't like the major major things i don't like is it's not profitable right now and it's not expected to be profitable and it has negative cash flow from operations but yes like i mentioned that i kind of i kind of overlook because it has such a great balance sheet how would i play this i unity is one that i even though i'm so bullish in the company i'm very very bullish and i'm very bullish in the market i still believe it might be a bit overvalued for me to enter a full position and you might be like jose why did you enter them so i understand my risk and tolerance levels right so for me opening a full position i'm not willing to risk that right because i still believe it's a bit overvalued so for me opening up a big position i'm risking that whole position for a big pullback so even so like i mentioned i understand my risk and my risk tolerance level so instead i don't mind dollar cost averaging every so often every so weeks and still getting skin in the game because like i mentioned i am very bullish on this company you can go see my original ipo video on this i did a video on unity before it ipo'd how bullish i was on this company so even though i don't truly agree with the stock price at the end of the day sometimes the market just pulls two up and then lets fundamentals come to it so i I'd rather have some skin in the game and add on as i see fit so this is the next company i bought this week and that's gonna be teladoc ticker tdoc and this is actually gonna be the fifth company i did a video last yesterday where i talked about the first three companies i purchased these are gonna these are actually the second three companies i purchased but before i go any further guys do me a favor and go to jose naharo entrepreneur channel i just created a new channel where i'm pretty much sharing my experience and ways to make money outside the stock market i am one of those persons that is constantly driving for a better life and i wanted to do a channel where i can talk about some of the adventures and some of the stuff i've done so make sure to check it out i just released my four, my first video which i talked about four ways on how to make money in 2020 and 2021 with almost no cash and these are probably some of the best top side hustles that i have seen doing process like this so make sure to check out the channel that's jose naharo entrepreneur so like I mentioned, the second stock here is going to be T um, Teladoc ticker TDOC. Stock price right now is sitting at $183. It is down 2% for the day. And it has a market cap of $26.5 billion. Right now, year-to-date returns are 120%. And it's down about 26.6% from its all-time highs. Right, So we saw that, hey, it did go up. It, it was at a crazy price. And then it pulled back a lot. 26.6% down is insanely down that's almost one third of its valuation compared to its all-time highs so teladoc uh we pretty much so right now i'm only going to talk about teladoc as as one because that's the merger for it if we all know teladoc is now merging with levango it purchased levango and this this merger was announced in august but as of as of their most recent earnings it hasn't been fully accomplished yet i think the merge the actual merger happened in october 15th which was 15 days after their most recent earnings so we're going to take a quick look at just teladoc right now so teladoc you guys know it's pretty much a virtual assistance for a virtual assistance to see your doctor and right now with the overall with the way the overall world is going with COVID 19 people are moving to do this instead of going to doctors and risk getting sick i do believe this is a play that's strong even after covid situation for example me i hate going to the doctors it's not that i hate going to the doctors because 
I'm scared of the doctors or anything like that. It's just I hate being in line. I hate driving to the doctors. I, I hate that time wasted. Maybe not time wasted, but I would prefer the convenience of just using it, uh, of just using it, making my appointment and meeting virtually with a doctor. I've used, actually used their platform, I think, once, and it was pretty easy to use and i enjoyed it and i'm pretty sure my parents my grandma had my grandma has actually used it numerous times even after everything goes away for example my parents take my grandma to the doctors every so often and this would save that right there so i'm pretty sure most people are going to start using this platform even after covid situation so with the new merger that happened that got completed in october 15th i believe i i can't believe i, I can't remember if that's the actual date Teladoc shareholders are going to own a total of 58% of the complete company. Livango owners will own 42%. Um, so that's that's definitely great. If you own both, you're, you're getting a super, super company right now. So let's take a look at the revenue breakdown. So right now on quarter on this most recent earnings, which ended September 30th, they had a total revenue of $288 million. This is up 109%. Let me say that again. This is up 100 triple digits compared to the same time last year. They make their money in mainly two methods the first is access fees revenue and this is 226 million out of that 288 million so about i want to say closer to 80 percent of total revenue comes from the access fees revenue and this is up 90 percent compared to seven um compared to same time last year then we have visit revenues and visit revenues is 51 million out of that 288 so about the other 20, 25%, and that's up 171% compared to the same time last year. So we're seeing strong growth here in all in both their major segments. Unfortunately, right now, if we take a look at, at gap earnings, this company is not profitable. They have a net loss of about $36 million per share. One good thing is they are cash flow positive from the past nine months of operations. So that's great, right? It, it, cash flow from operations positive means that they're making, they, they have a positive cash flow from its everyday business. So they're able to pay off debt, able to pay off stuff and maintain their business at the moment. So if we take a look here, this company is cash flow from operations positive and is expected to grow. It's expected to be positive in earnings by the end of 20, by the beginning of 2023. So in the next two years, but look at this revenue growth that's just expanding and expanding as the years progress. Teladoc is expected to grow its revenue 33% on average annually. That is insane. That's a super hyper growth stock. I, I don't see many stocks growing at this level that already have cash flow from operations positive and expect it to be positive in earnings in the next two years. If we take a look at their balance sheet, it's also pretty strong. They have non-current debt of about 908. $980 million and they have cash and cash equivalents of about $1.2 billion. So they have enough cash to pretty much pay off all their total debt, which is non-current debt. So this is debt that they don't owe anytime soon. So this is a very strong balance sheet. But again, this is what we want to see because they are not profitable right now. But yes, they have cash flow from operations positive. Now let's take a quick look at their technicals. One thing, first thing we're looking for, hey, are you overextended? We can see Teladoc right now compared to its averages is not overextended. It has pulled back a nice amount. Second thing are we looking, are we in an area where we have a lot of support based on a lot of volume at the stock price? And we can see there is a huge amount of volume coming in here between the prices of 
165 to 227. I know this is a big range, but this is telling me that this is where we're going to see uh, strong supports within these levels because this is where most of the volume for this stock came in. Um, so I did purchase luckily, and luckily right now is still sitting at the levels where I purchased. I bought on Thursday, and honestly, I, I believe I think even Ark Investment is purchasing at this levels. I don't really follow Ark and what like if they purchase something, it means I should purchase. Um, but it's good to see when I purchase that big companies and big industries like them also are buying. So what are some things I like about Teladoc? Like the market. The market, I think, is one that is going to be used in the future even after COVID situation is done. Revenue growth. We saw triple digits revenue growth this quarter, and we're expected to see strong revenue growth in the upcoming years. Um, Very strong balance sheet, and it is positive in cash flow from operations. What are some things I don't like? I do believe, yes, after COVID situation, maybe they might see a bit of a slowdown, right? I do. That, that's definitely a risk that can happen. Some people prefer going to the doctors, right? Some people prefer to do things the old way. So I do believe that they might lose some customers or that revenue growth is going to definitely pull back some compared to this quarter or, or even the quarter before. The other thing is their earnings. They're not expected to be profitable till the beginning of 2023 or mid 2023, which is some time from now. But again, stuff like that, I can't, I, it's helpful that they have a positive balance sheet and that they also have positive cash flow. So that kind of not goes over my head, but it's something I overlook. So how would I play Teladoc? Teladoc right now, it's not overextended, a great company, great balance sheet. It's one I don't mind opening a full entry position. Unfortunately for me, I don't have uh, unlimited funds. I only put X amount of money into the market every single week. So I ended up just increasing my exposure a bit on Teladoc, but it's one I'm very happy to own for the long term of things. Now, the third company we're going to take a look at. And before we go any further, guys, don't forget to check out the merch self-taught investor i've been doing this for the past seven years just learning about the overall market so i thought this was the best merch to check out to make um i hope you guys enjoy it there's different color hoodies i probably should buy a bit more right um but check out the merch down it should be on under my youtube channel and if you're listening to my podcast i'm pretty sure i have a link to it it supports the channel and i truly truly appreciate it all right so the third stock we're going to take a look at is twilio this is ticker t-l-t-w-l-o right now it is down two hundred about four percent down about eleven dollars sitting at two hundred and seventy four dollars it is uh, has a market cap of about 44 billion dollars right now year to date returns are 166 percent and it is down about 18.8 percent from its all-time highs so again we're still seeing these pullbacks from these crazy extended levels we had earlier this year i think around september and october we saw that nice extension and then a pullback right after so first let's take a look at what twilio twilio does so twilio has democratize communication channels like voice text chat videos and emails by virtualizing the world's communication infrastructure through apis that are simple enough for any developers to use yet robust enough to power the world's most demanding applications you might be like what the heck does that mean jose let me tell you so let's say you make an application um for example they have similar customers here they have airbnb they have shopify uber instacart pay by phone they have lyft DoorDash, they have a lot of great companies as their customers. So let's say you purchase something on Instacart, right? You get that text message, you get that email, you get that something after you use the application that tells you, hey, your delivery will be here at X amount of time. So Twilio pretty much create, if you're developing an application, whatever application you're developing, 
and you want to be able to communicate to other cust to your customers in a quick, e uh, easy manner via text, via emails. You use Twilio's APIs and you kind of form it into, you kind of add it into your application. Now you have the process of doing it. And this actually saves time, right? Because if not, then you have to create your own code to be able to text and do all this, where Twilio has already created that box for you. And now you just are able to easily implement it into your application. Obviously, there's some extra stuff you have to do between it, but that's pretty much the highest level I can talk about. Um, so results in this most recent quarter, which ended September 30th, total quarter revenue was 448 million. This is up 52% compared to the same time last year. This is another crazy growth stock. We can see they have more than 208 thousand active customers and they did give guidance for the upcoming quarter the upcoming quarter their expected revenue growth of 36 to 37 percent they still are losing money we can see non-gap loss from operations is 15 million dollars um, to 10 million dollars loss and they're non-gap profitable at the moment so now let's take a look at future growth Twilio is expected to grow its revenue 25% on average for the next three to five years. This is another hyper growth. The three I'm looking at today seem to be super growth stocks. All right, so what do we see? First thing we're seeing is this is not a company that's expected to be profitable anytime soon. They are just hitting, it seems like they're kind of hitting that break even point on cash flow from operations to be positive. So that's a great news. And then, like I mentioned, that huge revenue growth. All right, so now let's take a quick look at that balance sheet. Right now, they have $2.1 billion of current investments and $1.1 billion of quick cash and cash equivalents. So that's about $3.3 billion of quick cash available to them. They have non-current debt of $615 million. So they have plenty of cash to pretty much pay off all their total debt about three to four times over so this is a strong balance sheet but we need to have a strong balance sheet since we saw those non-profitables and kind of breaking even on that positive cash flow from operations so now let's take a look at technicals first thing we're looking at is it overextended it is not overextended it has pulled back and is back at its levels when where the moving averages are at second do we see strong volume the only thing i'm i, I gotta say about twilio is that since it keeps moving up and up at, we can see this chart in the past few months just keep moving up and up there is no real moment where we have strong volume at just because the stock price just keeps going up the only major volume support i can see around this 250 dollars it kind of bounced back from there right here at this moment so that's one of the biggest volume points we see if not the other one it's in the around 200 dollars price range which would be this step right here so i want to say that's probably one of my weakest points right now is looking at the technicals so what do i like about twilio first the overall market that they have Right now, apps are being developed for all these different companies, and every new company coming out is developing an app. They need to have a ways to communicate with their customers, and using Twilio makes that experience a lot easier for the developers. So I just we saw with that huge revenue growth that customers are moving into this platform. They grew over 50% this recent quarter, and are expected to grow super amount in revenue in the upcoming years. The balance sheet was super, super strong. Um, and again, we needed to see that strong balance sheet because of the things I don't like. What I don't like about Twilio first, it, it is not positive in cash flow from operations. And if it is, it's very, very at that almost break even point. It's not expected to be profitable anytime soon. I also like that the stock price is not overextended right now, but I don't like that there's not much places where they have heavy volume for the stock. It's just kind of just been floating and floating and going up and going up. The only thing that kind of 
it, it deters me, right? Because there, if a big pullback happens, there's no real place for it to sit. Right now, the biggest one I'm seeing is around that $250 level. So how would I play it? Twilio is one that I like. I don't mind. I honestly wouldn't mind opening a, a decent sized entry position in it. And if I already have a, a position in it like I do, I don't mind dollar cost averaging, especially at these prices. I saw with that nice pullback, I believe this is a great time for me to enter and add on to my overexposure with Twilio. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Like always, make sure to subscribe. Make sure to hit the thumbs up. It helps the channel out so much. And don't forget to check out that other channel. I appreciate it. I'm about to post three videos a week there. It's not going to be a full-time video like I do here. But that's because I believe there's more content and more helpful that I'm going to need more time to develop those videos. So take care, guys. See you next time. And peace out.